strap into your tinfoil hats and cover up those poster boards, because things are about to get nuts, and it's important to prepare for the unexpected. This episode, we're bringing you some top-shelf chitter-chatter as we discuss the problematic parenting in Christmas movies, put a new spin on a classic segment in Businesses Someone Should Start, and we will, just you watch, and journey into a doozy of an informative info dump on hyena reproduction that's not for everyone. We're also introducing a new segment song that we're embarrassed about, so nobody listen. Pondering strange social interactions in a new alternative segment, why do you think that happened? And spending pizza secrets trying to get a laugh but harming others in the process. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks, and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather, weirds of a Room sounds, give me some room sounds. Rooming the sounds, the sounds for the room. Room sounds. Was that the DuckTales song? I don't know. Uh, you just started singing it one day, and now it's become our room sound song. A... Did you ever watch DuckTales? I did not watch DuckTales. I don't know if I watched DuckTales. I get the gist of it, though. Yeah, I get the vibe. Mm-hmm. We were more of PBS kids because we weren't allowed to have other channels. So mm. it was more like Arthur, Wishbone. What's the story, Wishbone? I remember always going to your house to watch Wishbone. I loved Wishbone. Um, That's why I know about things like Rip Van Winkle, uh, Don Quixote. Oh, yeah. Julius Caesar. Learned all of that from Wishbone. Thanks, Wishbone. I remember reading Don Quixote in Spanish class, and no one told me that it was, like, supposed to be silly. And I was like, is he really attacking windmills? And you were getting I'm, mad about I the was, logistics. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> of course you I, were. I thought I got the translation wrong. And I was like, this is, what am I reading? And I show windmill. up to Spanish class and I'm like, I am not as great as I thought I was. And then they're like, yeah, no, he really did attack the windmills. And you're like, oh. He, he was mentally ill. Yeah. 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 It's a silly story about a mentally ill man. A mentally ill man who is in need of help. Yeah. But everybody thinks he's just being silly. They're like, oh, that's silly Don that's Quixote. Just, Look at him go. It's just him. Charging those windmills. I was I was like, what the frig? But now it, it made sense the next day. But yeah, yeah I would I would have uh Senor um Miller, it would have been really nice if you just like preface that like it's supposed to be silly. It would have been nice if you had done a lot of things differently, Marcos Miller. Like not telling me that I look at the world through poop colored glasses. Because that really <laughs> fucked really me up. He really hated for life. our whole friend group. He hated us. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Mo did tell Alyssa Jacobs to call in a bomb threat to get out of a test <laughs> in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> and that was after we had like three bomb threats that week, right? Yeah. That was a weird week. Um, that was back when bomb threats were less real and more funny to us, I feel yeah. like. Now they're not real. to joke about bomb threats, but Back when we were in high school, it was kind of like, people did one, I feel like, once a week just to get out of school. Yeah. So it kind of became a bit of a joke. At least at our school, yeah. Yeah. We never actually had any real ones. 
Now it's a real thing. Yeah. Womp womp. Not as funny. Womp womp. <laughs> All right. Should uh, we get into this? Yeah. Should we slap on into this? I. Oh. Did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's not my best work, but. You'll get it next time. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Grace Beret. And I'm your host, Kristen Stanhope. I feel like we need some kind of like tagline that we use to like introduce the episode or like get like into things. Like a transition. Yes, because we're so bad at transitions. I feel like we just need to have like a scripted phrase, a scripted phrase that's different for each of us. And mm-hmm. we can kind of use it to move along into a, into the next segment, you know? Like I just yeah. use, let's slap on into it. I don't know if that's the one I want to stick with, but it's one that I said. That it is. That is correct. That is one that you just yep. said. You and, know, I don't. I like the slap on into it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what mine would be. Mm, how about like pish posh? Oh gosh, time to get going. Oh no! How's that? that one. Absolutely not. Uh, I'm gonna have to remember all that. Yeah, yeah. It rolls off the tongue yeah, there. Pish doesn't? posh. Oh pish gosh. Posh, let's oh get, gosh. Let's keep going. Do it in a British accent. I prefer. <laughs> I can do it in a southern accent. All right. Pish posh. <laughs> All right. That's better. I think that fits well. Uh, yeah. I'm going to pass on that. And, uh, Fine. You come up with one. I will circle back. You do better. Let's then circle back. Posh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, let's get Yeah, I know. Going. We do need one. Like, I know there's like one podcast that's like, let's get on into it. And they always say that. And you're like, that's clever. Yeah. Um, Wayne from, uh, what's it called? Wayne. Leonard Kenny. Yes, Wayne from Letter Kenny has Pitter Patter, let's get at her. Oh yeah, yeah. Mario has Here We Go. Here we go. Um Maybe we can meld all of these together into one mm. perfect phrase for you. <laughs> we'll brainstorm. We'll, we'll brainstorm. brainstorm. Okay, okay. But we are we are slapping into it. Yeah, let's slap on yeah, into it. Slap slap away. Um <laughs> you have a warm up question? I do. Okay. All right. My question is, Mm -hmm. when you are trying to pick out what you want for food, Mm -hmm. like let's say you're ordering delivery. Okay. Do you sit and like close your eyes and imagine yourself eating those different foods to help you decide what to pick? No. What? Um, How do you decide? I I feel like one, that's a really good way of going about it. I I go with my my heart feels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I don't know how to explain it, but, you know... Almost like, you know, how the Grinch's heart gets, like, two sizes too big when he, like, you know, finds the true meaning of Christmas. Mm -hmm. When someone finally suggests something that sounds good, my heart grows two sizes that day. And then I'm like, that's the one. See, I feel like I, I don't know. Like, I just can't make up my mind. I have to, like, sit and picture myself. Mm eating different things. Not picture myself. I'm not actually picturing it because I can't say anything in my mind. But I'm thinking about me sitting in that chair in an hour an hour from now. Mm-hmm. Which food do I want to be eating? And I kind of mm-hmm. go from there. I also think like it depends on who you're with because sometimes it's almost like a negotiation mm. where like you have to kind of negotiate with people who you're with. You're like, well, I really want tacos, but this person really wants you know, low main. So is there like a third option we can agree on together? Usually for me and Ian, it's like, all right, what do I want? And then he'll like try to work around that well, that's really because nice. I'm pickier. You are picky. And he'll eat out of a dumpster. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's our dynamic. I think I'm not as not picky as 
Ian, but I think when we order takeout, there's like certain things. One, we have less options than you because we're in the north. True. Two, Christopher's a bit of a picky eater. Mm. Even though he says he's not, he is. He is. Which is fine. He just has to come to the realization that he's picky. Yeah, just accept it. I've mm-hmm. accepted it about myself, and I don't make any apologies for it. Right. And so he's, and I also like could eat the same thing from the same three restaurants over and over again. There's this one called Boba, and I'm like, I'll get Boba. And he's like, I don't really want, I don't feel like Boba today. And I'm like, Yeah, I got to feel like it. I you got to feel, eat, yeah, I can't your just heart. thing on any your given heart day. and your gut have to work together. Yeah. One team. One, <laughs> the heart gut team. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I don't visualize or, or think of myself eating. I just, uh, I go with, I hate, oh, this is another dumb cliche, but relevant. I go with my gut. Yeah. And that's how I decide. Well, you could try my strategy. I could, I you. could try. Yeah. I'm, I'm most certainly will. Imagine yourself in the future. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, let's slap on into this episode. <laughs> See, if you keep doing You're, that, I'm going to keep slapping. Yeah. It's not great for audio. Uh, there's probably. not. There's no way around it of me not slapping. All right. What if I say, let's tumble into this episode? You're going to get up and do a tumble? All right. Let's uh, tumble, yeah, slap let's tumble on into this. Slap and tumble at the same time. A little slap and tumble. <laughs> a slumble. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Into this is who I am now. Yeah. All right. Ready? This time it's different. Everything has changed. This is who I am now. This is who I am now. Perfect. Beautiful. Nailed it. Yeah. It's like a choir in here. Yeah. Really good. Really, um, I don't know what flat is, but I think we nailed it. <laughs> yeah. If we're going for flat, yep. we did it. Got it. Yep. Um, Grace. Yes. Who are you now? <laughs> I am a Desperate Housewives rewatcher. Ooh. I watched it a long feel- time ago when it first came out. Yeah. I, I kind of was- like forgot that that was a show that existed. I did too. There's a lot of 2000 shows that, right? Because that was like what, the money. Tens, probably earlier than that. I would say probably when we were in like high school. Oh yeah, two thousand four ish. Oh jeez, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, but I it, forgot that existed. I did too. But mm. I've gone through so many shows. I've rewatched so many shows that I love. And I was kind of looking for you know a new rewatch that I hadn't rewatched in a long time. I feel like I always write those shows off. I just kind of blanket statement assume that anything made before. 2015, 17 is going to be like horrifying. Yeah, you know. There was a lot of stuff in the 90s and early 2000s that we rewatch now, and you're like, I can see how this is problematic. It's like, oh, my God. I can't believe they just said that. (laughs) So I was worried about it. But you know what? There are some problematic storylines, but overall, I feel like it held up pretty well. I feel like the things that were problematic now were problematic then. Yeah. But for the most part- there's just some, like, I would say racist storylines oh, of, geez. like, the one black family that moves into the neighborhood, like, oh. has a son that they have to, like, lock up in the basement what? because he killed a girl. Not a not a great look, Desperate Housewives, but <laughs> outside <laughs> that really what? unnecessarily problematic storyline. Like, why give that storyline to that you're going to move in one black family and have that be the storyline? Like, you know really? what? Let's make them violent criminals. <laughs> That are hiding this dark secret and chaining up a man in the basement. 
Also, if your parents, like, there are better ways to hide your murderer son. Yeah, there are. Can send him to the woods like one of those wilderness camps. <laughs> well, those are those also have their own problems. Yeah, I know. But, violent. like, I guess if you're a violent criminal, like, maybe I feel that'd like be, like, nice. You could write characters in any way you want. Come up with literally any storyline oh, yeah. in the world. Come up with a different one. Yeah. Maybe not that one. Maybe just a different one for that family. Yeah. You know, maybe that could be a different family. Yeah. And- Maybe it doesn't have to be a storyline at all. But I feel like I remember that being problematic even back then of being like, oh, this feels weird. But beyond outside of that, I feel like you can rewatch shows and, you know, have look at them through a critical lens, but still enjoy the show while critiquing it. You know, it's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I haven't watched it since it first came out back in high school or whatever and all the characters pretty much are neurodivergent and so i'm really enjoying that aspect of it that's lovely like brie is so autistic and like tightly wound and masked and so i'm just like you know making my little case studies about each character susan you have a notebook you gotta write these things down i do please (gasps) oh really i do have a notebook (laughs) i literally do i was thinking about making some patreon content i don't know if anyone would be interested in that but i'd be interested i should probably rewatch the show yeah i think you should watch it for the first time yeah because then we could discuss it yeah what's it on hulu it is on freebie which is like something through amazon where you get it for free v but you just have to watch commercials oh which are annoying but It's worth it. Worth it. Check it out. Yeah. You know what has a problematic storyline that I just recently rewatched? Rudolph. Does it? Yeah. Well, that so, they use him oh, after. It's like, so one, it's like him? one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's like the like felted, the one from the 60s with mm. like Burl Ives and everything. Yeah. It's classic. And Yukon Cornelius and the Bumble and stuff. Classic. But they're so mean to their son. <laughs> His father is so toxic. And he's like, wear this fake nose because God forbid you can't be seen public with your disability. That being said, (laughs) Christopher and I both agree that we could not be friends with Rudolph because his nose is too bright and Christopher has light sensitivities. Well, it's too bright. Talk about being discriminatory. Well, I'm just saying it's just really bright. And he he, put, well, actually, that could. But then I would have to get some earplugs because his no- his nose also makes a really annoying noise. Mm. And so I said we could communicate via text only, but I couldn't hear him because his nose is too loud. All right. Well, hopefully you won't be friends. Um, Ian and I have been watching some Christmas movies mm-hmm. to get into the holiday spirit. And I was making an observation that the majority of Christmas movies are just about like bad fathers. Parents, parents the, in general, the true Christmas but with a spirit. focus on bad fathers. So, like, Rudolph, we know, because yes. his dad and, and Santa is, like, so, he's like, oh, now that you're useful, yeah, I guess we can allow you into the oh, group right, as long as you right. provide labor for us. Right, right, Yeah, right, so right. Santa sucks. Santa sucks. Um, Jingle All the Way. We watched Jingle All the Way with Arnold. Terrible oh, father. Misses all of his son's that's stuff right, for working at right. his fucking furniture company. Bullshit. Oh, I forgot uh, that that was a movie. The Santa Claus. Tim Allen sucks as a dad, and he's mad at the stepdad for just, like, being there and wearing sweaters. He sucks. And, like, being supportive. Yes. Right. And he yeah. hates him. And he's, like, made out to be the bad guy, that stepdad. I can't remember his name. But, really, Tim Allen is the one who sucks, and his son right. doesn't even like him until he turns into the Santa Claus. Like, he right. has to use magic to get his son to like him. Um, Home Alone. 
both parents suck. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they like left their child. Yep. So and Home Alone two lost in New York. The dad, especially, you know, it's always placed on the mom. Right. But like that's mom. under the assumption that like she should be the caretaker. She should be the one who's making right. sure that Kevin it's a group is there. Effort. Right. There's so many kids there. You can't you open your freaking eyes and just make a head count real quick. And you made him sleep in the attic, but you're not even going to fucking check on him in the morning to get on this flight. He's like seven years old. Right. He's not going to wake up in time. He's seven. He doesn't know what time is. Exactly. And then in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, they finally find Kevin. And towards the end of the movie, the dad is mad that he racked up all these charges on room service. But it's like, you're lucky Kevin's not dead in the right. gutters. He could have been... Also, you just flew fucking 15 people to Florida for vacation. Right. The year before, you flew 15 people to Paris. Right. You are loaded. You and must they do live something in a mansion in Chicago. Yes. Like, could you imagine the taxes on that house? That guy must make multiple millions of dollars yeah, a year. I don't think I don't... room service is a big deal. So what if Kevin spent 900 and whatever dollars on room service? Like, once again, he Kevin should be dead if he wasn't so scrappy. He right. would probably, any other kid would be dead in right. that situation. And also, like, not one person decided to call DCS on I was going to say, you're lucky child right. services isn't taking away your five right. children. You don't deserve them. Terrible parents. All right, anyways. <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, that was a good one. Like that one? That was a good one. Was yeah. a, what a range. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I am a email looker adder. Just, just looking? I am just looking, yeah. Uh, taking no, in the views yeah i've been looking at work emails and i've been proud of myself because i look at them i don't respond um but you see you them know, and you know they're, they're i know there. that they are there and, and that's I, what matters when it comes yeah, to emails exactly i'm not going to respond to them that's way too much um but i realize i have i have two screens at work and for we got like a update because it i don't know why but my other screen didn't work, so I just used it as, like, a really expensive place to put all kinds of sticky notes, which I still do on mm. my second screen. But now that we've got this computer update, I can put my email on one screen and then do all my charts on the other screen. Wonderful. So I just, I kind of look at them as they pop up, but I'm not responding. I got to keep that precedent intact, you know, that I am not an email person. Yeah. You don't want people getting the wrong idea. Right. I can't have people find out that I'm actually looking at the emails they sent me because, yeah. you know, who knows what that would lead to. They might. More emails. Probably. More emails requesting a response. Oh, no, thank you. you imagine. Yeah. But the quiet observer. Yeah, exactly. Observer from afar. Yes. But yeah, but I am doing that and I'm proud of myself. Kind Good of. job. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're halfway there. Halfway there. <laughs> you gonna turn that into a song? Um, or? I was thinking about it, and then I realized it's already a song. But I, oh, yeah, I love that say. one. Halfway there. And, uh, We're halfway well, there. No, it's the halfway um, there. The living on a prayer. Yeah, I know. It's I'm just a, fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> I can turn it into a different song. <laughs> yeah, called halfway there. Not all the way there, but halfway there. All right. What? Should we tumble on into the next segment? Next segment, let's go. Which we don't have a song for. We also don't have a song for this one, yeah. Yep. But guys, we did write a song. Don't tell me yet. Okay. We're not there yet. For another segment. I won't tell you yet. You'll just be surprised. But we don't have a song for this next segment, which is Business is So Much It Started, Just Not Us. 
what a jingle to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, just use yeah. your imaginations. We'll come up. We can't do it all at once. Let's right, not be crazy. Right. It's work in progress. Yeah. Right. It's We're, never we a finished let product. It stew, you know, yeah. one exactly. day it'll just flow out of us. Yes. Is kind of what we're hoping for. Exactly. Hasn't happened yet, but we're hopeful. One day. Yeah. One day. Uh, Grace, you thought of a new business. I did. Yes. All right. My business. Okay. This is a service where you FaceTime someone mm-hmm. and you show them your messy room or like a task you have to start, but you don't know how to get started. And they will tell you where to start, what to get done first. And, like, where to put things. You know, when you're just, like, so overwhelmed oh, yeah. by, like, how to get well, it's going, like a, how to prioritize. It's like a uh, decision paralysis yes. almost. Yes. Yes. And sometimes All the time. you just need someone to, like, tell you what to do and where to start. That, I feel like that I love should that. be a service already. It should be. That'd be an easy service. Shoot, Christopher used to do that to me before we started. Exactly. Before we moved in. That's kind of what made me think he of would, it. He would... I would call him and be like, I'm in a crisis. Um, I don't know what to do, how to clean, or what to start. And then he'd be like, okay, here's a playlist on Spotify. Mm. Like, by the time you get to the third song, you should have all the dishes cleaned or something like that. And then he'd call me. We'd both listen to it together, and he'd call me back by the time the third song ended or something like that. That's perfect. That's Ah. a great idea. And then We should tell Christopher about this. He can make his own business. Yeah, he could. Christopher, are you hearing that? Do are you it. Listening? But we get 50% if you're going to start this business. Right. But you wouldn't even need people. I mean, I guess you could offer it as an in-person service locally, but you could really just start it virtually yeah. where you just FaceTime in, you know, do a little, they, you a know, walk through. through. Yeah. yeah. Of, oh, this is everything I have to do, or this is my room. I don't even know where to begin. And, and they tell you what to do. Yeah. I also like breaking the tasks up is mm. really hard. Like when you have, you know, like laundry is so many steps, right? It's washing, it's putting in the dryer, it's folding, it's putting away and hanging up all the things you need to hang up. Yeah. You know, if you could just like break that up for me being like, okay, first you're going to just start by taking the dirty laundry to the washer or something like that. That That's huge. But I, I have a, or when you're like, I got to clean the house while well, like that's many things. Yeah. And I know there are people out there who, you know, talk about that on TikTok or whatever, where they're like, you know, when you're going to clean your house, start here. But I feel like making it individualized would be really helpful. Right. Because it's hard to seek those out in the moment where you're just like so overwhelmed that you just like shut down and do nothing. Yeah. That I'd like to have someone to see my situation. Like a crisis center. Crisis alert for task paralysis. Task paralysis crisis center. Yes. That's That's what it's called. That's a good idea. Well, so my idea for the name was the Task Paralysis Tacklers. Ooh, I like that. And I was thinking it could kind of have like a football theme. Ooh. You know? Yes. Like, I don't know, maybe they have jerseys. Yeah. Maybe they wear the, The, you know, eye black. eye black. Whatever, under the eyes. So it feels like, it feels fun. Everyone is jacked. Yeah, just a bunch of huge people. Yeah. When you FaceTime in, it's like. Just their neck, just their thick head, neck. and the thick neck. Yeah, yeah. You got to like, have a thick neck to work here. Yeah, that's, that's a requirement. One of the re- requirements. Yeah, you can be any gender. It doesn't have to just you be, just, you know, men. We have a minimum just, neck diameter. Yeah, we'll have measurements <laughs> that you have to take. We'll send yeah. you tape measures, and you must, you know, do a weekly <laughs> neck measurement weigh-in. Weekly <laughs> neck measurement <laughs> to keep up like the intimidation factor. Yeah. You know, so people trust you. Yeah, people yeah. Because you. you can't just be like, oh, wouldn't it be great if you could. 
you know, fold the clothes, you're going to be like. You got a little chicken neck? Yeah. Yeah. No, no way. No. No. I'm not you're going to be you. like in my face. Yeah. Kind but of. Kindly. Kindly. Yes. And but. supportive, being like, you're going to fold the shit out of those clothes. They're going to look great. Yeah. Then Shouting after that, affirmations. Yeah. You're going to be proud of yourself. And you are loved. <laughs> <laughs> now fucking fold your laundry. Yeah, fold your laundry. Clean that litter box. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think I that's, feel inspired. Right? I'm ready to fold some laundry. And then, yeah, you just call them in, FaceTime them in, and they, you know, maybe. You matter. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Do you want to be one of these tacklers? Yeah. I don't know if my neck's thick enough. Yeah, but, I think you got to um, bulk up. Yeah. Do some neck exercises. I, yeah. Neck exercises. Yeah, neck there you go. Neck, neck exercise. Yeah, neck exercise. Yeah, so if you out there want to be a task paralysis tackler or if you're interested in the serv- service or you want to start your business, you know, throw us 50%, obviously. It's tackling time. That's, ooh, our, like, ooh, that's, our, that's slogan? our slogan. Yeah. I like that. So you call in and they say, it's tackling time. And you could even have them, I, I guess this. you could pay extra to have them come over and tackle you ooh. if you don't do your tasks. We'll put, we'll I really got to bulk up now. Yeah, right? Yeah, now I really got to bulk up. But that's the threat. You might get tackled. You might get tackled. You know? Wh- within reason. It'll be a fun tackle. We'll yeah. Put, bring a It'll big pad. Like pillows and stuff Yeah, put involved. it down. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. this is your punishment. You get tackled. You can even opt in for just like a, um, a s- long pressurized hug. <laughs> <laughs> a tight squeeze? Yeah. That's thank you. Yes, yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> a long pressurized hug or a tight squeeze. Because sometimes that's what people need more than anything. Yes, it's a tight squeeze. Unless you hate touch. Yeah, and then, and then you don't get touched. Yeah. That's but your maybe that's maybe that's like one of the things instead of tackled, you just get hugged a lot, and then and you'll hate it. You'll hate it. You better get going. <gasps> I love this idea. I do too, and I think it could be really good. Because there's lots of, like, body doubling things, right? Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, another aspect of this business is that, you know, the in-person one where, or I guess it doesn't have to be in-person. It could be virtual. But you hire someone to go through a task with you and help you make a game plan and then tackle it. So, it's like the task paralysis tacklers plus body doubling. Ooh. You know what I realized? And this is getting away from the subject. I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm doing chores and stuff because... Instead of music, because it's almost like I'm body doubling, because mm. it almost feels like they're there. Yep. And and I get all my things done. And when I listen to music, I kind of just like stare off into space <laughs> because I don't have my little people in my ear yeah. talking. I'm, I need someone there with me. I'm always listening to podcasts when yeah. I do stuff around the house. Yeah, because it feels like comforting. Well, I, I'm always like, oh, maybe I'll just jam out to music. But like, no, I can't. It's got to be. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, that's not. That's not how that works. I become wistful. Wistful? You know, yeah. Just like I get caught up in the emotions of the music and I can't be having that. I need a distraction. I need to feel like I'm there with friends. Mm. And a little yeah. chitter chatter. Yeah. yeah. It works really well. It just came to me one day. I was like, oh, this is why this works for me. Yeah, absolutely. I well, think that's probably what people use our podcast for. Oh. Just some like background chitter chatter, you know? If you use our podcast for background chitter chatter, please write in to Weirds of Feather at Gmail. Or maybe I'll make it a poll question. Yes or no? Yeah. Do you use Wolf as background chitter chatter? Are or- we. Do- uh, oh, bah. Uh, <laughs> what? We could be, uh, theoretically, we're body doubling with someone right now. Yeah, we are. We're oh, there that's with wonderful. them. Yeah. Oh. While they're doing stuff. 
You, what are you doing right now? Are you yeah. cleaning? Doing some dishes. Got a sponge. Good cleaner solution. Yeah, wiping things down. And maybe a broom. You walking your dog. Oh. What's going on? Uh, let us know. Yeah, let us know. This is inspiring. Yeah, I feel I feel inspired as shit. I love this idea. Let's start this service. I no legitimately want to. Yeah, I, never mind. Yeah, you're right, yeah. you're right. We want don't, this one. Yeah, we're don't, taking it. Don't. Businesses, someone should start, and it's us. And we will. <laughs> <laughs> Just we're, you we're, watch. Yeah, it's happening. I feel like it wouldn't take that much to start it, you know? Although, I'm not very good at deciding which task should be started first. Yeah, but I the think... the only problem. If I feel like I'd need to be a customer if it's someone else's. I think you could do it if it's someone else's. Yeah, but I go into like, you know, if you give a moose a muffin mode very easily where I'm like, well, if you're mm-hmm. going to do that, first you need to do this. But first you need to do that. And before you can do that, then you need to do this. And I just go around and around in a circle. I think I could do this. Okay. You, maybe you and Christopher we're are the tacklers. We're the tacklers. Bulk up those necks. You'll be the tacklers. You're... And I'm the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> I delegate. Oh, I make you're the delegating. Plan. Yeah, yeah, you I'll, can. I'll create the app. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I'll, you know, I'll deal with customers. You know, customer service. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I don't be customer service, like they might want, you know, either you or Christopher, depending on their personality types and what they're looking yeah. for. Yeah, I'm not you, for everybody. You'll have a tougher approach than Christopher, probably. Yeah, absolutely. You've got dad energy. I've got. I've got. Angry dad energy. Yeah, you do. Mad dad <laughs> yeah. energy. Mad dad energy. Whereas I think Christopher will be a little more lenient he in understanding. Like, nana energy. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, it's nana okay nana. that you didn't accomplish this. You tried your best. Yeah. I'm Whereas, gonna be like, are you goddamn kidding me? I'm going to come there and tackle the yeah, shit out okay. of you. <laughs> Unlock your doors. <laughs> yeah. So you can kind of just decide which approach works best for you. If you yeah. want to be like threatened into it. Or you want to have, you know, that sweet Nana energy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Christopher will like us describing him as a sweet Nana, well, but that's what you got. I, I think it's accurate. I think he'll help you come up with, like, creative solutions to your mm. problems, you know. Whereas Christopher will be like, these are the facts. These are what you're oh, doing. Oh, yeah. Boom, if boom, you boom, want task. something, he's very good at, like, finding a more efficient way to do something. Mm. So if you're into that, call him. And if you just want something done and to be peer pressured into it... I'm your girl. I'm yep. your girl. She'll harass you. Yep. Yep. All right. Keep a, an eye out for our uh, business business drop. The task tackler crisis center. Crisis line <laughs> for task paralysis people. LLC. <laughs> <laughs> it flows nicely. I think we got something. All right. Let's cruise on into our next segment. Because we we've got a song. Have unfortunately, it's a new song. a new song, and you know what? I'm embarrassed already. I'm excited. Yep. I'm embarrassed. I'm nervous. <laughs> but I also want your honest opinion. We've got a new song for our informative info dump. Yeah, and um, I just want to say this was inspired by Jamie. Thank you. Yep, thanks, Jamie. So blame her. Blame if you her. Hate it. Yeah, don't blame us. It's Jamie's yeah, fault. It's definitely Jamie's fault. Yeah. Are you ready? So this is our. Our segment, Informative Info Dumps, and here's our song. Yep. Okay. A la the BC Boys vibes. It's a, it very much a B, as a huge BC Boy fan. I'm excited about this. <laughs> I'm nervous, but let's do it It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Okay. All right. All right. I just got to get in the, stretch my neck a little bit. Get stretch that big, thick neck. Yeah. Turn your hat backwards. <laughs> yeah. We need like that. Like fisheye camera. Oh, yeah. And some baggy pants. Yeah. 
some Janko. Jeans. Some Janko jeans. <laughs> Want me to drop a beat? No. Yeah. Just, no, no. Don't please, for the love of God. <laughs> Everyone forget I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a work in progress, but let me know what you think. Okay. Ready? Yep. yep. Grace, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. This is our info. These are our dumps. dumps. Put on your headphones. Sit on your rumps. rumps. Learning facts we really don't need. need. It's a hyper focus as you can see. see. <laughs> I'm so excited to listen I to that love back. It. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It is something. It it. At least you, you know we what? got a song. It's a song. It is a song. It is a song. Technically. And uh, honest feedback is appreciated, kind of. Um, um, I don't know. Don't make uh, it too honest. Yeah. How about kind but honest feedback is appreciated? If you can manage those two. Yeah. And suggestions are heavily encouraged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you got any suggestions for us. If you're like, listen, I'm a Beastie Boys fan and I don't think they would have wanted it like this. <laughs> I think they'd be really uh, upset um, by this like portrayal. really embarrassed and upset that this was inspired by them and didn't want their, you know, art to come to this. Yeah. Please don't interpret them this way. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Grace, you've got an informative info dump for us. I do. As you just heard, this is informative info dumps. And get ready because we're about to dump. We're about to dump. And uh, from what I've heard, it's a doozy of a dump. It is a doozy of a dump. A D of a D. <laughs> um, this informative info dumps. Kristen, are you ready? It is about hyena reproduction. I'm already upset. Why? Why? How? You might be thinking why and how. <laughs> and yes. do we need this yeah. out there? Mm. My answer is yes, we do need this. Do we? Maybe. I don't even like human reproduction methods. Well, I thought this was very interesting, and I have been learning a lot about it, and so I thought— How did we get— wh- How did we get—you might wh- be asking yourself, how did we get here? I was reading a thread on Reddit about, for some reason, I don't know— what it started with. Something about the birthing process of people. Sure. And people were talking about how humans have it the worst. Yeah, because our pelvises are not big enough for our giant heads. Yeah. But someone mentioned that, no, hyenas actually have it the worst. And I looked it up, and they absolutely do have it the worst. And I had no idea. And I think hyenas deserve the recognition for the torture they endure. So... The females. Yes. Yeah, the males don't really males have to go kinda... through this. It's the female hyenas that deserve some recognition. So here we go. Oh, man. Hang on. Um, content warning? Yeah, I guess if you're yeah. sensitive to this stuff, maybe... Like maybe if you had a hard time with the vampire cannibals. Yeah, this is Susan. different, but similar in the sense that it'll be a little graphic. And if that's not your bag, then skip ahead about 15 minutes. All right. And if it is your bag, get ready to get learn ready. something. Get, yeah. Okay. From A to Z Animals.com in an article titled Hyena Birth, What Makes It So Unique by Rebecca Bales. Oh, poor Rebecca. How'd you get suckered into writing this? She wanted to. She is just as interested in oh. hyena birth as I am. Rebecca says there are four different species in the hyena family. All right. Wait, what? Yep. There no. are four. Yeah. And three of the four, including the spotted hyena, the brown hyena, and the aardwolf, are never heard of this animal. Same, which is why it's good to learn about it, are all found in sub-Saharan Africa, while the striped hyena is endemic to both North Africa and Asia. Doesn't endemic mean bad? 
Like it's you're thinking of a pandemic. Yes. We just had one of those. But does it, thank you. <laughs> thank God you said that. I'm thought gonna... endemic means that like it's spreading. Maybe it doesn't have to be negative. Um, but I thought it meant regularly like... occurring within an area or community. Okay. So native it... and restricted to a certain place. Okay. So I guess it doesn't have to be negative. It it can, it can be. But it but doesn't it's have not, to be. Not when it comes to the striped hyena. They just are we oh. talking striped hyenas or spotted? We're talking spotted. I was just telling you about the four types of hyena. What the hell is an aardwolf? It's a type of hyena. We're not going into them today. For, forget about them. We are going to be talking specifically about the spotted hyena. So of all four species, only the spotted hyena has a matriarchal society. Congrats. Yeah. In which all female members rank higher than the males. Nice. Hell yeah. Nice. Giving them greater access to food and resources. Well, yeah, because they're having the babies. They need more food. Yeah, but with great power comes great responsibility because this becomes maybe a negative for those females. Oh, it can never be easy, huh? No, you can't just let women be in charge. Yeah. You have to give no. them micro penises out of which they must give birth. Um, What? I'll get into what? it. So from another article on africageographic.com titled The Birth of Hyena Cubs, the Good, the Bad, and the Gory, hyena births oh, are particularly interesting and quite frankly a little bizarre. We might know the hyena for its infamous laugh, but the female hyena anatomy... Oh, yeah. Whippy is, Goldberg did it best. ...is definitely no laughing matter. Oh, I hate that. You like that line? Yeah, no, I don't. It was from the article. I didn't write it. Oh, well. Oh. That's right. Whoopi was one of the hyenas yeah, she was. on Lion King. She was the great hyena. She was one of the... She was a good one. And she did pottery with Patrick Swayze in Ghost, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> That infamous role. <laughs> I wish that would have been a hell of a movie. That's what I'm saying. I Justice wish. for Whoopi. There's <laughs> right. a miscast, if anything. That's what I'm saying. So, spotted hyenas live in a clan dominated by one female known as the matriarch, and all females outrank males. Okay. While this is quite unusual in the animal kingdom, there's a good reason why girl power rules the hyena clans. Female hyenas have three times more testosterone in their bodies than their Jeez. male counterparts. That's wild. That is wild. So this results in them being more muscular and more aggressive. Okay. And as if that wasn't enough, it also causes the hyena females to grow a pseudopenis. This makes it incredibly difficult to differentiate what? between male and female hyenas. And in case you were wondering, yes, they are capable of an erection. I also didn't write that line. What is a pseudopenis? A pseudopenis is a fake penis. A penis that's not quite a penis. Like the... Like a really elongated clitoris? Yeah, so well, let me tell you. And then that begs another question. Do hyenas have clitori? Listen up and I will tell okay. you. Okay, all right. I'm so it's almost like this is what I'm describing. I... This, is, <laughs> this is what we're here to talk about. Yeah, I'm... It's pseudo-peni. Wildly uncomfortable, but yes. I feel great. So... <laughs> While it may be superficial, while it may superficially resemble the male genitalia, the pseudopenis is actually just an enlarged clitoris, a vestige, vestigial, vestigial, vestigial structure present in just about all mammalian, mammalian female bodies. Mammalian—that's a hard word. I don't think it's vestigial. I think it, it has a fucking purpose. Well, it can be retracted back into the abdomen when not in use. And the normal vaginal opening is fused together into a fake scrotum that doesn't really serve much of a purpose. Yuck. So internally, the female anatomy looks mostly as you would expect. Wait a minute. 
you're telling me that the same way I can like flip a sweater inside out and outside <laughs> in, oh. they can do that with their clitoris and vagina and just make it into a penis and a scrotum. Yeah, it's just a pseudo pseudo penis. Yeah, just like a sweater. Uh, yeah, I uh, never said that this was no. enjoyable to learn about. I'm just. I think it's important to learn about, though. Because isn't this interesting? This is, you know, when you're like, I know most things, I know the gist of most things. Yeah. And then you come across a fact that makes you tr- truly humbled. Reevaluate life. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is, yeah. This is that? Yep. Thank you. I'm taking that as a compliment. That's why I want to talk about it, because I was like, I've never heard of this before, and I think more people should know, because I have to. So if This I is have unique to, in the animal kingdom, right? The, hy- the spotted hyena is the only one that does this? I believe so, but that might lead me down another rabbit hole, and we might learn about more pseudopenis animals in the future. Pseudo, so, the pseudopeni? Yes, the pseudopeni. So internally, the female anatomy looks mostly as you would expect. There's the typical hyena birth canal and the uterus like all other females. Her body also produces normal eggs that must be fertilized by sperm. But the pseudopenis does introduce several anatomical complications. Yeah, because it's like a flipped inside out sweater. Yeah. How do you get the sperm up there? I don't know. I I need a drawing. I'm not going to do that for you. You can look up pictures. I don't think you'll be happy. You know, where's like Netter's anatomy, but for hyena? Hyena. Hyena. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you can, you're, I didn't look up pictures because I feel like just the description is enough for You're going to have a weird algorithm on your computer now. So are you if you're looking up pictures. Yeah, I guess so. We're in it together. Yeah, you can go into that if you want, but just, ima- just use your imagination. The power yeah. of imagination. Steve Irwin never talked about this. I know. What the fuck, Steve? But come on. This, I feel like, Rest sh- in peace. should be known, yes. So the female must do all of her normal business out of the pseudopenis, including such functions as female copulation. So how does does the male penis go into the pseudopenis like a docking situation? (laughs) Maybe don't let your kids listen to this episode. We should have said that up top. Unless you want them to know about anatomy. Maybe like... Well, like said sweater, I think it would push it in. Push it in and it goes right side out. But in, you know, like the, it, and it goes, and it's correct. (laughs) (laughs) And it is so. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You you can watch a video. But I guess they, they're banging through this, with this. The vaginal canal is the pseudoscrotum. Yes. And the clitoris, the enlarged clitoris. So are they having sex with the, the scrotum? The vaginal opening is so it's penis to scrotum the vaginal opening is fused together into a fake scrotum that doesn't actually serve much of a purpose okay so no it's the pseudo penis that's how they have sex it seems like the female must do all of her normal business out of it including female copulation urination and birth two of these functions obviously haven't evolved with the penis in mind yeah you um, think so i'm guessing uh, when we say pseudo penis yeah it is like a turtleneck where it yes, it may be long, but it ha- still has an opening at the end. Yeah. For the sperm to get in there. Okay. Not like a closed and it penis can, head. How do they control their you're, attraction? You're asking more details than I can Is it provide. always out there? And it's like once it's out, it can't go back in? 
No, it can or retract. It can retract yeah. at will. I don't or... know. Well, they get erections. So I think it'll pop out when they get an erection. I'm sorry. I don't have a more detailed description of how this copulation works with what? the pseudopenis. But I felt like this was enough information, but apparently not. It never, no, is. It never is with there's... you. <laughs> okay. How does it work? I don't know the exact technical details of... It's got to be penis to fake pseudoscrotum. No, the scrotum doesn't do anything. But they that's copulate. where the vaginal canal is, the right? The vaginal canal doesn't matter, it sounds like. But doing that, everything. That's where you so like when when babies when when they're giving birth out of the pseudo penis. Yes, but in order to get the sperm to the uterus so that it can get to an egg and then implant into the uterus, has to go through the vaginal canal through the cervix, right? They're I don't know. They're it doesn't go to the clitoris. That's just like an organ. That's a, a sensory organan of veins. But if they and give stuff. birth out of the pseudo penis. Then they've got to be giving birth out of the pseudo scrotum. No, it's it's a pseudo penis. It's not pseudo penis. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I'm sharing. They have to give birth out of the pseudo penis. This is why we're here. This is why we're all here. We all had to come out of a pseudo penis to get here. Listen to me when I talk. Listen to what I'm about to say. No surprise here. (laughs) But giving birth is quite a painful process for the mother and often tragic for her babies. Hyenas usually bear litters of two to four cubs, but sadly, about 60% of them suffocate Jeez, on their way out. 60%? Yes. The mothers are also in danger as the birth canal is only an inch in diameter, often making the birthing process fatal, as evidenced by the high death rate for first-time mothers. This is just not good. I think the death rate for first-time hyena mothers was like 90% or something. Um, how is this still a species? I don't know. It also says the spotted hyena cubs are born with their eyes open, which is scary, contrary to other to the other two species. And the hyena cubs will suckle for as long as 12 to 18 months, which is unusually long for carnivores. At about five months old, they will begin to snack on meat from kills near the den. Then when they are about a year old, cubs will begin to follow their mothers on their hunting and scavenging forays. Until then, they are left behind at the den with a babysitting adult. And that's all I have about it. But they're giving birth out of the pseudo penis, so all the other anatomy must be connected through that. So they it's must be, be it's, it's... getting fucked through there. <laughs> Sorry, that was vulgar, but they must be. Yeah, having it's got to be one hole. Into yes, it sounds like the scrotum, the fake scrotum, just is closed up. It doesn't matter. Closed up, but yes. it, it, somehow the nothing's going in there. Pseudo penis leads to the vaginal. What is the vaginal canal? Yes, isn't that wild? This is wild. And I don't understand. I know. Look, I I think you brought up more questions than answers. For you, I guess I did. (laughs) (laughs) I always do. I'm always like, this will be enough. This is enough information. I don't need to go. I need a picture. More into detail. But I don't want it. But you need it. I know. It's like. Should we look? Should we look at it real quick? Am I gonna? Do we lose dare? Sleep. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right? Because you'll lose sleep with these questions of yours. Cue the music. So, yes, it looks like pseudo penis goes up, takes a sharp turn. Yeah, it is sharp. <laughs> bangs a 90 degree left. Oh, it's less than 90 degrees. It's like a f- 45? 45. Bangs a hard left into the vagina, cervix, and uterus. And that's what it looks like. 
Oh, here's like a Grey's Anatomy style drawing. Oh, but it's unlabeled. This is, Mm. come on, man. All right. Well, I feel like I get the idea. I need more. No. It's all you get. Yep, that's all I get. All right. So if you at home want to look up a picture of this, it's not as horrifying as I thought it would be because there's lots of drawings, anatomical drawings. But essentially, yes, what I was saying is correct, that they have to, the little pseudopenis is connected to the uterus in a crazy series of events, and they got to squeeze it all the way out of there. No wonder they're all dying. God. Did that help you understand? Do you feel like your questions have been answered? I have one more question, but Ugh. I'm like embarrassed. What you got? How do they pee? They must pee out of this pseudo penis as well. Yeah, they must. Yeah, it says they right. I feel yeah, like urination, urination, and birth and copulation. They're doing everything out of the pseudo penis. It's like a cloaca. Yeah, kind of is minus the poop. Yeah. God damn. All right. All right. Well, we can't well, go into that any further. We've you know gone what? Into it enough. I'm glad we looked at pictures. Yeah, I'm really relieved. My mind is almost at ease. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you at home want to check it out, do it. You know, if you feel like it, don't feel like you have to. Hopefully. The pictures help. But only so much. Because it really is like a mind fuck. Yeah. Of nature. It you know? Just, nature's crazy. All right. And that was my informative info dump. <laughs> I hope you learned a lot. I what hope, a dump. I hope that lives in your brain forever. I bet it will. Because it's in mine. So how am I going to go to work tomorrow knowing this? You know, know. I'm going to this is something like one of those things you just you need to talk about with someone, but like not probably not appropriate for work. Well, why do you think I brought it up on this podcast? (laughs) I had to get it out somewhere. I had to share this knowledge. You have all this like hidden knowledge and you're like, it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. No one wants to know. There's almost never an appropriate time. There's never a time for this. But it's going to build. It's going to like it's going to come out at the worst moment. You know what? If you're ever at a party and someone brings up hyenas, I bet you're going to share this fact and mm. everyone's going to hate it. Good way to make friends. Good way to make friends with the one weirdo there who's like, oh, tell me more. Yeah, it's a good, like, filtering system. Yeah, anyone who's, like, too grossed out Everybody's to like, listen, you know, probably just not your type of friend. Yeah. And if you are if you were too grossed out to listen to that, I don't blame you. That's okay. Pseudo penises aren't for everyone. You know? <laughs> All right. And with that, let's get on the road because we are already going too long. Per usual. Yep. And I think it it's is time for alternative segments. Beep, 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 beep. Wow. Alternative segments. All right. On this week's alternative segments, we're doing What Do You Think That Happened? This is a segment that I came up with. Ian came up with the title. He was very proud of it. I want to give him credit for why do you think that happened? Yay, Ian. Right. I will share mine, and then you can share yours. Okay. And and this segment is about just not understanding. Just kind of strange social interactions where you can't really understand what happened or why this person maybe responded or reacted this way, and you're just kind of left thinking, like, why did that just happen? What's going on there? Okay. You know? All right. I feel like I have lots of interactions sure. like that in life where I'm just confu- left feeling confused about mm. why they responded that way. That's fair. All right. So this one happened to me a few weeks ago. I always do a Hannaford pickup grocery order because I don't like going to the grocery store. And I was making my chowder. And so I had like a bunch of bags that I needed to pick up, go pick up my order, get home, unpacking my stuff. 
They fucking forgot one of my bags. Of course they did. It had like all the corn in it. I was making corn chowder. Corn chowder. But bonus, I didn't tell them this, but I got someone else's bag instead and it had four items in it and they were all bangers. They were all like Ooh. things I was psyched about. It was like popsicles. Yes. Newman's own frozen pizza. Oh, heck yeah. There's a little chicken pot pie in there. Ooh. And there was what like a treat. One, there was like one other thing in there. And they were all things that I would eat. Well, that's not your fault that they messed up. Right? That's yeah. on them. That's that's like if anything, like um severance. Yes. Uh is that the right word? No. Mm. Severance is when you're getting fired. Um it is justification. No. No. There's a word. I can't think of it. Okay. I know what you're talking yeah. about, though. But anyways, so a few hours later, Ian and I are going to the fish store, the aquarium store. We're not buying fish to eat. We're buying fish to look at in a tank. And we're headed back home, and we're going past Hannaford. And I was like, oh, let's pull in here, and I will call them from the to-go spot and tell them, you forgot my bag. I need it. I need it back. I need my bag. Give me those bags. So those bags. I called them and I said, oh, I was just in here or I was just here a few hours ago and I was picking up an order and you left out one of my bags. So the guy asked me my name. He asked me like for so much information. He's looking me up in the system and then he asks what number my order was. And I feel like that would have been like the first question. Like, what's your name and what's your order number? Or I feel like if you have my name, you why do you also need this additional information? I, I, they must have some kind of complicated system what there. is your favorite color <laughs> yeah what where do you, uh, yeah. what's your address <laughs> so i told him i was like oh i think it was 80 and he goes 80 i was like what no no then maybe something different maybe Am I a at different, the wrong store maybe a different number and he was like hold on i'll see it i'll look and he like went and looked and then a few minutes later he came out with my bag and he had it and it was number 80 it was order number 80 why is he so upset? So why did he... 80? 80? <laughs> why did he respond why? that way? I was so confused. I felt like, I don't know, did maybe you, not then 80, maybe a different maybe a different number. And it was number 80. I was right. And then he brought it out and he was like, technically, I think I'm supposed to give you a gift card. And I was like, I'll take a gift card. <laughs> and he was like, yes. oh, he kind of like sighed and then like went back in, back you on his little computer. You can't just say technically I'm supposed to give you a gift card and not... Like, expecting me to be like no that's okay but i was like fuck you you did forget my order yeah. i had to come back here not telling him about the free bag of stuff i got but i did have to come back here and get my pick up my order i had to have this weird phone interaction with you that i'm now going to be thinking about forever why was he like that why did he say it like that 80 80 so now ian and i yell that at each other all the time because <laughs> it was such a big overreaction and it really startled me and really confused me so there's My no question need. is, why There's... do you think that happened? I don't know. Kylie says that maybe it was Kylie his... from Dark Down East? Yes, the very same. She says that maybe it was one of his orders and there were multiple people bringing out orders and he like couldn't believe that it was one of his orders that he had left out. Mm. But it still seems like a big reaction. Right. Like I was wrong, Especially which I wasn't. he had the bag like right there. Yeah, like he could have just looked at it. Also like, you would think that you would know once you you know once bags go and come and come and go. Yeah, that you'd like. Oh, these people are probably going to be back for their bag because we missed it. Yeah, you'd think he would have like seen that sitting on the shelf because it was a few hours later. So I'm yeah, sure he also, was into I'm the hundreds or didn't Call you about it? Yeah, I don't know. And then why was he so shocked? Yeah, you'd think that he would have taken note of it and been like, "Oh, there's still a bag for number eighty here. Maybe she'll come back for it." 
But he acted like he had never heard the number 80 before in his life. Like, I just made up a number. But they should have called you about that anyway, because that's what Shaz did. Because I did a pickup order once, and they forgot a bag and a bubble water. And they called me, like, as soon as I, you know, was, like, out of the parking lot. They're like, can you come back? Because we forgot one of your bags and a bubble water. And I was like, well, shoot, yeah. That would have been nice customer service. Yeah. That is not what happened. I feel like lesson learned. Yep. You got to go to Shaw's. I guess so. But I like to use this Hannaford because it's that's my routine and I know about it. But 80! 80! <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, I think maybe 10 years ago, Grace, when he said, you know, technically I'm supposed to give you a gift card, I would have been like, no, that's okay. You know, being a people pleaser. But 33-year-old Grace said... Yes, I would like that fucking yeah. gift card that you owe to me. Yeah, so how much it comes out of your own for? pocket. It was twenty dollars. Oh shit! Heck yeah. yeah, yeah. If it was like a five dollar gift card, I'm like nah. Twenty bucks. If it were five dollars, I would still make him give it to me because I don't like the implication that you shouldn't have to give it to me. If you owe it to me, technically, then technically That's I would like my fucking weird gift card. Technically, I'm supposed to give you a gift card. First of all, fuck off, man. You forgot one of my bags. Exactly. This is on you, and it's not like it comes out of his own pocket. It's a Hannaford gift card. Yeah. I don't, are you getting smacked in the back if you have to give out a gift card? You get a right. little slap on the hand? Like, why are you so upset about it? Yeah. 80! 80! <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so confused. I am too. So if you think you have the answer for why that happened, let us know at weirdswithfeather at Yeah, write us on in. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's chat about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on why he had such a big reaction to that. It reminded me of Craig from Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah. She's my niece and she drove me here. <laughs> or when he's talking about the grass. Oh, yeah, on the it? phone. Yeah. I want Kentucky Blue and I want it now or yeah. whatever he wanted. I love him, Billy Eichner. All right, Kristen, what's your story? My story is called Tinfoil Fob. And this occurred a couple weeks ago. I parked my car and I'm walking through... We have to park in a garage, and then you kind of walk through a parking lot that patients park in to get to the front door to the hospital. And it is, like, 6.45 in the morning. I'm hustling because I'm supposed to be there at, like, you know, 6.30 or something. And this guy who, he's he's older. He's kind of, like, balancing a couple things on his walker, and then and and he's like flagging me over, and he's like, "Miss, miss," and I was like, "Oh my god!" And he's by his car with the trunk open, and I was like, "Oh man!" First of all, this is probably like one of the patients I'm supposed to see in the office today, but two, what's going on? Like, also, why is he here so early? Offices don't open till eight, but that's fine. It's a different question. And and I was like, yeah, like, what can I what can I help you with? Like, what's going on? And he is like starts like going on and on and on about all these things. And I'm like, OK, do you need help? Like, what is your what's your question here? I, I, I've never been so like upfront with a patient before, but he was just he like, wasn't your patient. though. He wasn't even he a wasn't patient. A patient. He wasn't even a, a patient. Yeah, he's just a man on the street flagging me down. You don't owe him but anything. I, I was just like in no mood to like entertain this gentleman. And he's like, you know, nothing makes sense. And I was like, what is your question? Do you need help with anything? What's up? And he was like, oh, no, but did you know? And basically proceeded to tell me that every time I click my fob, my key fob for my car, it Mm. goes, it sends signals to a satellite. And that's how the people didn't really name what people were able to get all your information. And I was like, sir, that is frankly untrue. 
Also, like, what kind of information would be uh, new, like, would be newly sent to the satellite that wasn't sent when the car was made? Yeah, I... What information <laughs> would this be giving to the people? And he's like, what you need to do is wrap your fob in tinfoil. And that's how the people don't get your information. These people. We don't know who the people just are. the people. The people, yes. The people who take your information. And I just, I had, I was... I was like, no, that's not true. Was his fob wrapped in tinfoil? No. That's what are you thing. doing? His fob wasn't even wrapped in tinfoil. And I was like, absolutely. No, sir. I was like, that's fake and lies. That's not a thing that happens. They don't steal your information from your fob. That's just silly. As if there aren't also like microchips in the car. Like if they wanted what? to track you, which they probably are, they already, they already are. The government, they already track. They know every Amazon purchase and everything. They already know. Just give in. Yeah, it happens. I'm sure you have a cell phone, right? You have a cell phone. They know. They know exactly what's in your bank account, buddy. And if you've used the fob one time, you've right. already sent your information right. to these they people. They already have your information and. So not only is he, like, telling me I need to, like, stop everything I'm doing and wrap my fob in tinfoil so these <laughs> mysterious people don't steal my information. But then he's like, I need you, specifically me, to spread the word. This is, I'm, <laughs> already late word. For, I'm already late for work, and, and I already have the surgeon saying, like, hey, like, where are you? Like, this is taking so long. And I'm like, <laughs> I just go, sir, frankly... I'm not going to do that because that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to do that. And you shouldn't listen to these. I don't know where you heard this, buddy, but that's not a thing that happens. That's not how fobs work. And he's like, no, you've got to do it. I was like, I don't have to do anything. And I just <laughs> left him there. Good for you. I was, I, yeah, I don't was, indulge I people. like, I felt bad because he's in like, and also this man is driving like, Yikes. He's like unsteady on a walker and he's driving. I'm like, who is, where is where your, is your caretaker? caretaker? But, oh my goodness. I was, and then, so then I show up late to work and they're like, what happened? And I was like, I don't even know if I can explain this. But, <laughs> and I tried to and they're like, oh my God. I was like, he's probably still out in the parking lot, like trying to recruit people yeah. to wrap their tin, their fobs in tinfoil. Don't do it, people. Yet he won't lead by example exactly. of wrapping his own fob. <laughs> the double standard. That's what I'm saying. Um, I just, I don't know. I have so many. Why was he out there that early? Why wasn't his fob wrapped in tinfoil? Would it actually work to unlock your car if it's wrapped in tinfoil? Mm, Probably not. Question. Who are the people? Who are the people? What, what information are they stealing from your fob? How many car times a day you unlock your car? Like, why would that matter? Why would that? Why would that be a secret? I don't. Right. If they want to take that information, go for it. I don't yeah. care. If they want to know where my car is, they pro they already know. They've they, got technology they, they in the have car. All the technology they need to track me. We're not driving wagons. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to track you, they will. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I don't know why that happened. I don't know. It's uh, once again more questions than answers yeah. here. A lot going on there. Yeah. So, and then where was that guy driving to? He's clearly getting into his car. Like, where was he going to go? Yikes. That's on the road. Scary. Yeah, yeah. A little scary. It's a little scary. But yeah. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Ben. Why do you think that happened on Alternative Segments? Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Stole it from you. Alternative. <laughs> Segments. <laughs> okay. All right. 
clip clop, clip clop, clip clop. What's that I hear in the distance? Is that the soft, gentle pitter-patter of a horse coming down the train tracks? Who's also a top, a train? He's running on top of a train, I think. Yep, I think it is. And it seems like this horse train is making its way towards the station. We're almost there. But first, it looks a little peckish. It seems like it's struggling. I'm hungry. You hear that? It seems a little hungry. I think we might need to make a stop at the old pizza shop. Yeah. Because it's time for Pizza Secrets. Pizza Secrets. Nice and smooth. Yep. All right. <laughs> Let's do that song. All right. Pizza Secrets. Tell me your secrets. Pizza Secrets. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. We've got some short and sweet pizza secrets for this week, since we're already going over time, like always. Yep. So let's just bang them out. Let's do it. All right. My pizza secret is called Making It Rain. Excellent. Kristen, you were here for this event, and I'm sure you have fond memories of this happening. Oh. When we were in middle school. I know exactly what you're going to tell. I know you do. Oh, no. Yep. It's happening. Oh. Uh, I want to say sorry to our friend Gab. I'm having like a gut reaction. I know. So. It was so terrible. She... <laughs> so when we were in middle school, we were we would always walk to school together every day. And I had a little habit, and I still do this habit because I'm we a little We all did brat. this. Everybody did this. Yeah, but most people grew out of it. Yeah. I still do it to Ian all the time. That is true. After it's rained, the next day there's a bunch of water or snow, depending on where you live, um, in the trees and you can do this fun thing where you jump up and you shake a branch and all the water will rain down on people and isn't that funny because now you're wet it's cute it's cute until it's not until it's not yeah Yeah. and on this day it was not cute (laughs) so we were walking to school one morning our friend gab had a big poster with her for this presentation she had to give that day a nice beautiful marker poster a big poster board and i you know the impulsive unmedicated ADHD child that I was, I decided to do this little trick and I jumped up and I grabbed the branch and I shook it down on everyone, not even thinking about it. And it rained down onto Gab's poster and it made all the marker bleed like off of her poster and absolutely totally ruined it. And I ruined her presentation and I, she probably got a failing grade and she was super, super mad (laughs) at me. Everyone was upset with me in the group. She was so mad. She, I think we were mad because she was mad. Yes. You know, making Gab mad is like a no. She, she has mad dad energy. Yes. She does have mad dad energy. We love you, Gab. But yes, I should not have made dad mad. So we were more upset that you made dad mad than, (laughs) (laughs) than actually, you know, it was kind of funny until it wasn't right. right? You're like, oh, you got your poster wet. Uh-huh. Huh? You worked really hard on this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> isn't that a funny? <laughs> isn't a funny thing? And then she like, yeah, she got really mad. Which she, like, I would have. I probably would have cried if it was me, right? Because it would affected my grade. I would have just gone home. I'd be like, sweet, also, this is a reason to not go to school. Um, she didn't do the plastic bag trick where you get two plastic bags yeah. and you tie them together yep. to cover your thing. Well, to be fair, she didn't think it'd be raining that day. You but, never know what the weather's going to bring. And you never know with me, you know? Yeah. You never know when I'm going to shake a tree down on your head. Also, let's, we don't need to blame the victim, but. You're the one who said you should have put it in the I bag. Know. <laughs> That's on you, Gab. That is, yeah. No, she'll probably. I feel legitim- out of this story, I was the victim because yeah. I had to deal with mad dad. Yeah. Yeah, you were the biggest victim of all. <laughs> Traumatized. And I bet she's mad just listening to she's this. She's mad. Oh, yes. she for sure is mad. I'm sure we're going to get an angry email about this. <laughs> 
not a text, a not formal a text, formal email. <laughs> Dear Kristen and Grace, I'm I so remember. Yeah. Yeah. I have I'm, never forgotten. I'm still mad. Yeah, I love she, Dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See you at Christmas time. Love yeah. Dad. Yeah, I think she legitimately like didn't talk to me for days. Like, yeah, she was so she was mad so bad. for maybe weeks. You know, she's probably. I think she is she's still probably, mad. She, yeah, she's still mad about it. Yeah. Because, to be fair, that was a shitty thing to do. And I'm sorry, Gab. I am sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. It was my inner Kevin, my shitty inner Kevin. Yeah. Who Kevin got the best of us he all. He got the best of me. He is an impulsive little brat. And he said, wouldn't that be funny if he shook this tree yeah. on everyone's head? And normally it is funny. Normally it's like, oh, kaha, funny, cute. Ha-ha, this sucks. Yeah. But this time... Not so much. It was not funny. And I probably ruined her grade. And she probably... Gab hates getting in trouble with teachers also, and she probably got in trouble. I'm sure she blamed it on me, which that's fair. You know, it was my fault. Pizza secret! Pizza secret! Yep. Sorry, Gab. <laughs> uh, that one's been weighing heavily got, on my like, soul. i chills just thinking about it. She was so mad. Yeah, it was a bad day. Uh, it was a bad day for everybody. <laughs> We're all traumatized <laughs> by my bad decision. Middle school. Yep. Yeah, drama. Yep. Um, I have a pizza secret. What you got? Mine's called Algebra Turkey. Okay. Um, in high school, I took, I don't know if it was algebra or like pre-calc or what with. Um, Miss uh, Natarajan. Oh, my gosh. Like the nicest person ever. She is. Like the nicest like human ever. Yes. To walk the earth. Yeah. She's very sweet, very smart and just like a kind, caring teacher. And unfortunately, she had the treat of, you know, teaching us. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know if you and I were in the same category of being a treat for teachers. I was much worse than you. Oh, for sure. Even your antics were relatively tame. Mine are harmless, but yeah. annoying, I would say. <laughs> yep. Um, and so she would do these, she would like have this problem and she'd have like, you know, two or three people go to the board, do the problem, and then we would like dissect like what they did. Mm. Um, and sometimes I would get through the problems earlier than everybody else and you had to like stand up there. So I would just like... It was, I guess it was probably, it must have been near Thanksgiving time. So I drew a little turkey and then, you know, one person laughed and I was like, that's all I need. And so now every time I went to the board, I drew a turkey and then other people started drawing turkeys because I'm a trendsetter. You are. Uh, no, not at all. If you knew me in high school, you would know. Um, <laughs> but other people started drawing turkeys because they thought it was hilarious. And now we've got more people drawing turkeys than doing math problems. And she was like, okay, this is a problem. So she made a rule, no more turkey drawings. But that did not stop me. Like, what are you going to, like, throw me out? No. I wish she had. I, I know. For <laughs> drawing people, turkeys. Like, the worst. You get written up. <laughs> <laughs> Too many turkeys. Won't uh, stop. <laughs> Addicted to drawing turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> it's become a real problem. And and they would get fancier. We'd like you know argue over markers. It was it was like I I can tell that like it's no longer about math. It's turkeys. You so, started something that grew beyond yeah. you. Yeah. And are these hand turkeys? Oh no no, these are like different color feathers and legit everything. Legit turkeys. Legit right. turkeys. We even put the little gobbler in there. This ain't no hand turkey. But um, so, yeah, so then so she made this rule and I still did the turkeys and everybody else stopped and they're like, OK, the jokes run its course. And I was like, no, I can't let it go. <laughs> so annoying. And then this is what I feel really bad about this. She took the time. She bought a piece of poster board and she she goes, if you get through all these math problems, I'll give you the rest of the block to draw one final turkey. And I was like, one turkey to rule them all. Fucking got it. Blew through the math problems. Got it. Nailed it. 
spent the rest of the block drawing this big giant turkey. And she's like, okay, this is it. This is your last turkey. I go, yep. Next day, still drawing turkeys. Like <laughs> you asshole. I, just such a isn't that such a nice thing to do for a student who's clearly like stuck on drawing turkeys? Yes. And then they can't move away from drawing turkeys. Just couldn't leave it alone. And then you give them a chance. You're like, what if I just gave in and let them draw one last final turkey? And then they just you know shit in your face. Is that the right saying? No, not um, at all. <laughs> But spit in your face, spit maybe in that, your that's face. what I'm not saying. Spit in your face. Oh my god. <laughs> Slightly different vibe what? to those two things. <laughs> that being said, I'm not spitting or shitting in anybody's face. <laughs> um no, she just she like gave me a chance to like get it out of my system and I just totally just blew it and I was just a little dick. Yeah, it was a thoughtful teacher intervention. And yeah, and it was like such a work. such a like a creative, kind way of going about it. Kind of like leaning into your interests, yeah, yeah and, encouraging and, you, yeah, and keeping me. You know, you know, you've got to do your math problems, but here's also a poster board, and something to motivate you. Yeah, and then I just, you know, just didn't follow the rules, and I still feel bad about it. Like I don't think I've drawn a turkey since. So she's probably like, God damn it, God da- <laughs> fucking turkey again. <laughs> Can't believe she didn't quit. I feel like it's it was probably especially confusing for teachers because you were such a good kid. Yeah. And it was like, what is going on? Right. Why can't she stop drawing these fucking turkeys? I just I don't know. I think someone was just like, haha, that's funny. And You're then like a I class just clown. Yeah, you get yeah, one laugh and I get one laugh and I can't let it go. I'm dedicating my life to this. Now, now. I'm I'm the turkey draw person. You are the turkey. I am t- Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, and I still feel bad about it and Miss Natarajan was such a great kind teacher and I really appreciated her and um I wish I wasn't a little shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we all make mistakes and maybe you learn from it, maybe you didn't. Maybe she learned from it, you know, she's like I'm never some- trusting a student again. Yeah, yeah. Taught that's her a valuable lesson. lesson. Yep. Yep. Don't In- give me anything. Yeah, uh- <laughs> an important lesson. <laughs> yep. All right, and All right. that was our pizza secrets. Great pizza secret. Yeah. All right, and this has been Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah. You can give us your, send us your responses. Um, if you want to email us at weirdsofafeather at gmail.com. Write in your pizza secrets if you feel like it. Yep. Give us your feedback about the task paralysis tackler hotline. Yeah. Let me know business. if you want a phone call or FaceTime. Yeah, let let us know if you want Kristen to bully you into or starting tasks. Christopher to Nana. Yes, cherish hold, hold you. your hand. Yeah. I guess. Um, you yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Weirds of Feather. Check out our polls every Monday night. You can join our Facebook group. Yeah. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash Weirds of a Feather. I think I saw in the Facebook group that Susan gave us a little donation after oh. months and months of meaning to but not being able to c- get the executive function to do it oh. so congratulations susan thank you, thank susan. you so much Appreciate for supporting it. us and in response we gave her an episode she probably won't be able to listen yeah to. that's true sorry sorry about the <laughs> hyena birth stuff Susan. Yeah. i'm working on cleaning up my act but not really no <laughs> worth it yep sorry <laughs> all right and that is it yeah yeah <laughs> that's for you miss natarajan <laughs> ah! You heard it. All right, see ya. Peace.